I'm not sure how it evolved that most Methodist churches receive Holy Communion once per month. But you know that's the way we do it, don't you? Where have you been if you don't realize that's the case? In all of the churches that I've ever served, that has been the routine. And more so than not, it has been the first Sunday of the month in which communion would be received. And I've wondered to myself, how is it the case that this has evolved this standard for receiving communion, at least in the Methodist tradition, how has it evolved to this point? And I thought to myself that maybe it was by virtue of an ordained minister only being available early on, on a regular basis, perhaps once a month. And since communion had to be served by an ordained pastor that the tradition came about, that the congregation waited on the pastor to show up, and then they would receive communion, but then they would have to wait until he showed again. Well, that's just being a little too generous with it all, because I'm thinking to myself, that's not the way it evolved at all. I think that you and I have really set it up the way that we want to set it up, for convenience sake. It's often enough, but not too often. And we've reached a point, sort of like we do with the thermostat in a church building, where pretty much everybody's satisfied with the way that it is, finally. You and I, you and I come to this place today, and we must remember that John Wesley, as he looks in on our assembly, he would have he would have an opinion about how often we receive communion. In fact, he would disapprove of the idea that it is enough to receive communion once a month. You know that, don't you? John Wesley, the Anglican priest that he was, was very much accustomed to receiving communion every Sunday. You didn't get together as a church family without receiving communion. This is still the way that it's done with many churches here today. Even here close to us, there are congregations who do not gather without receiving communion. These sacred elements of body and, and blood that is shared with the congregation, a reminder of Christ's presence. You and I should remember that John Wesley received communion not just once a week. He thought it our bounden duty to receive communion three to five times a week. Now this is easier for a preacher to do perhaps than it is for everybody else. Everywhere he went, when he gathered with friends for worship, they would share together in Holy Communion. Of course, he was there, this ordained man, to be able to share communion. But his point was that we should be receiving it constantly, if that were to be the offering of the day. In fact, when he was a young man at the University of Oxford, in his early 20s, John Wesley 
wrote a sermon that he preached over and over again throughout his life that was entitled, The Duty of Constant Communion. Think about that. The duty? John Wesley would say, well, Jesus Christ told us to do it, didn't he? He said we should receive communion in every opportunity we possibly have. And thereby to receive the Spirit of God along with it. Paul was doing his preaching toward the early church at Corinth. And in the writing of this letter, things had reached a point where he expressed his opinion forthrightly to them. He encouraged them to receive by quoting Jesus himself. Do this in remembrance of me, he says two times just in the reading this morning of the passage. He encourages those to receive, but also to remember to do it in the right way. I remember having a conversation with a man several years ago who was a member of my congregation. And I noticed that he was very active in the church in many, many ways. But on Communion Sunday, he was never there. And so I went to him and I asked him, why don't you come to Communion? And he said to me, he said, I just don't feel worthy. And I thought, none of us feel worthy. In fact, we come to communion in order to receive the worthiness of Christ into us. That his spirit of worthiness might make us who we need to be. Here in these words... You can understand why some people would get cold feet about coming to communion. For all who eat and drink without discerning the body, eat and drink judgment against themselves. For this reason, many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. Boy, that is something to think about. Have you ever thought to yourself that if you came here in an unworthy manner, that you might die? What is Paul getting at? John Wesley writes about this. I don't have to think it out and explain it in my ways. John Wesley wrote about this very matter in his sermon. He said what Paul is referring to is the way in which communion was being received at Corinth. This is not about our thinking that we may be so afflicted with our sins that we cannot approach the altar of God. He said, that's not it. He said, it is about not being aware of the body of Christ around you. You know what was going on in Corinth? Oh, when they had communion, they had communion. It was a covered dish meal unlike you and I could imagine. It was wonderful. And this was just carrying on the tradition of Jesus. I mean, Jesus, when he shared the meal with his disciples, wasn't it at a Passover feast? Not unlike our celebrations, our great celebrations with family. They had food galore at this meal. And yet Jesus focused them in on the bread and on the wine. What had happened in Corinth is that the wealthy in the church had become so enamored with their gatherings 
that they were ignoring the fact that there were some that could not provide a meal for themselves when they came to the covered dish. Obviously, it was not all laid out for everybody to partake of. But there were some that were going home hungry. And in fact, some that had come to the meal were so interested in the wine that they were going home drunk. It was all out of order. And here Paul says to them, you are eating and drinking your own judgment onto yourself as you ignore those around you and the nature of what is sought by Christ to occur in this place. So how is it that we come? How is it that we come to this table? We come here by Christ's invitation. And we come here for the purpose of Christ's invitation. And that is to remember this bread of heaven, this cup of new covenant. Do you remember? Remember? 